welcome to today's episode of A Journey to Loving Yourself, a podcast that guides you on a journey of rediscovering who you truly are so you can love yourself and the world around you unconditionally. Hey, I'm Fran and I'm on an amazing journey of self-love. A big part of this journey has been realising that love was always there. It's just a case of removing any blocks that were preventing me from loving myself. This journey has inspired me to help people rediscover that love within themselves because self-love really is the key to a happy life. And my name is Andrew. After undergoing a significant spiritual awakening, I found what I have always been looking for, the unconditional peace, love and joy of remembering the truth of who I am and the truth of existence. This is the only truth there is, that there is only oneness, awareness or love. I'm now dedicating my life to helping as many people as possible to remember this truth so that you too can experience this incredible discovery. We are so excited to be on this journey with you, offering you advice, tools and exercises to find love once again within yourself. If you enjoy this podcast, we would be super grateful if you could like, rate and review it. You can find us on Instagram at at surrendercommunity and also at lovefromfrancesca. We also have a mailing list if you would like to receive exclusive discounts and be kept up to date with events and courses. Just find the link in the episode description. We hope you enjoy the episode. everyone welcome beautiful beings hello and thank you for joining us for another week of a journey to loving yourself we have decided to do another episode about our current situation which is essentially a polyamorous relationship and we called the previous episode love without boundaries but i've proposed that we rename it Love Without Limits, Polyamory, round two. (laughs) I think it's quite difficult to describe our situation in words. And I think neither of us actually like the label polyamory. I think um, it's it's a new thing and and we're trying to explore it. But I guess for lack of a better phrase or word, Love Without Limits is probably probably the best thing. It helps kind of paint the picture, doesn't it? And gives people a general idea about our setup. But then we can obviously give more information on this platform about what it's really like for us. And Claire's joining us again. Hey, Claire. Hello again. (laughs) Hi. Are you happy to be here? All thrilled. (laughs) Yeah, you know I am. (laughs) Good. Getting used to it. Good. Well, you're a pro now. Done. Already done an episode. Done a whole episode. This is take two. (laughs) See what happens. So we. I thought we could begin by giving a reminder about what our current situation is. Andrew, would you like to take the floor with this? Yeah, sure. So, at this moment in time, we are all open to exploring connections, intimate connections with whoever we feel guided to explore with, without the usual monogamous limits on who you can be intimate with and who you can explore a connection with. So me, Fran and I were a couple, but then due to certain events that life 
push this into, we are we have now changed the nature of relationship into polyamorous one, if if you want to call it that. And I've been exploring my connection with Claire. And that was the situation as of the last episode. But do you guys have any updates you want to share? Well, yes, I have a new partner and Claire, what's your situation? (laughs) (laughs) Yep, I've also met somebody who I really connect with and I'm really enjoying exploring, exploring, yeah, what that, what that is and just enjoying experiencing that now, which is really cool to be on that side of it rather than just working on how how to phrase it, like sharing Andrew. Yeah, that's you how know, it that's felt how for it was a while, last right? Time. Yeah, yeah. For a while, it was like, oh, Andrew's having all the fun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just... but it's really nice for both of us, I think, to be embracing all all that work that we we did to get to a place where it feels good, and now to be enjoying kind of the other side of it. For sure, it's been it's been so nice, hasn't it? And meeting my new partner has been it's been so lovely being in that new relationship again and having that freedom to connect with someone else has been something that maybe a few years ago I didn't know that I necessarily wanted but I feel so grateful now that that's something that I can experience. Yeah sounds good and before we go into depth about those updates maybe we can talk about the reactions to the first episode we did. Well we haven't had an update brief update from you yet all right well yes (laughs) i have been mainly enjoying the free time given to me as a result of you guys finding other partners so that free time has allowed me to have more time working on myself and helping others and working on certain projects but yes there was a woman i met at a festival and we connected energetically mainly but yeah, I'll talk more about that a bit later in the episode. Cool. We've all clearly been busy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the reactions to the first episode, I think it's important to talk about this. And it was a mixture, wasn't it, of both positive and negatives. Should we start with the positives? I think it's it's pretty typical when you are doing something unique and out of the ordinary to get both a mixture of positive and uh, negative. The positive being generally, we inspire people. We inspire people who have maybe thought this isn't a possibility. You show them the example and they think, oh, okay, if they can do it, then maybe I can do it sort of thing. And of course, there's the negative of how dare you do something different. Mm -hmm. You know, you should stick to the traditional ways of doing things and not step out of the box you must be bad person bad people or whatever yeah I think the most common reaction I've heard is oh I couldn't do it <laughs> it's like <laughs> oh well yeah I wasn't asking if you yeah. wanted to I was just no, <laughs> sharing <laughs> <laughs> but the general positive feedback has been yeah someone said to me that they found it very helpful to hear how it's worked for us the journey that we've been on and it's really helped open her eyes and be open to that maybe being a possibility that she never thought could be for her yes exactly and with us 
just explaining exactly what's involved in this i think it gives people a better idea of what they would need to work on and so they can better decide whether it is actually for them or not and to see people who have actually gone through it come on the other side and are actually really enjoying the benefits of it and who can explain the benefits of it and can see it firsthand some of these people mm. who we've inspired this can only mean positive things of course we did get some negative feedback from across the globe <laughs> <laughs> not naming any names but generally it was it was basically saying that i i'm obsessed with sex and i think i think with, think with my dick essentially i i personally don't want to give those responses any energy plus i don't think you know if my if a response comes from me it would mean that much but i was I was wondering if you guys had anything to say in response to to the, those kind of comments. Yeah. Well, first of all, that's quite a programmed response, right? It's quite a natural thing for people to just, oh, I don't get it. Oh, he must just be thinking with his dick. And that's not somebody who has taken the time to get to know you personally or even just remain open to the fact that, well, I think like we said on the last one, like, me and Fran have also chosen to be in this, right? So it's a choice that we've all made. It's not just one person calling the shots. It's not just one person doing what they want and the others kind of, you know, getting dragged along. It's a, it's a choice that we've all made. And yeah, and once you also get to know Andrew, you'll know that he's one of the most loving people with the biggest hearts just because he shows love in maybe a way that people don't understand or resonate with yet doesn't mean that it's wrong doesn't mean he's a bad person it's just maybe they're not ready for that Fran? <laughs> yeah no beautifully said Claire I think such an important point that I think to assume Andrew's just thinking with his dick like if that was the case then he would be out every night like <laughs> sleeping around with various people and that's just like no not the case at all and I like what you said, Claire, like we are choosing to be in this. And I think there was the assumption from not just this person, but other people too, that maybe Andrew's forcing us to be in this position. And again, that is just not the case at all. And we want to say that, you know, we are empowered women who make our own choices. Yeah, I mean, the response is understandable and I kind of knew it was coming, so... You know, it's definitely not, you shouldn't be responding like this. I completely get it. It's mainly perhaps from past experiences with men like that. So completely understand it. But if you did have that response, perhaps this is a, a lesson of not projecting your perhaps biases, prejudices, opinions based on past experience, not applying it and projecting it on everyone and assuming that everyone fits that image that you have in your mind. So it's a lesson to release those negative judgments, essentially. It might be slightly off topic, but it's just come to my mind. So yes, with this, like there are some uncomfortable moments where we're still learning, right? Um, still being kind of pushed to grow, stepping into this, but it doesn't, and I know myself, like I've had moments where I've thought, oh, is it worth it? Is this, what am I doing? Like, have I gone crazy? But 
it's like that with all relationships you have moments where it does feel uncomfortable or you guys have to work through something together it doesn't mean that it's not right it just means you know there's there's work to do and if you meet it with love and you can generally work through it and understand where that's coming from and then you can come back together and enjoy the relationship in whatever dynamic that is again that's definitely mm. yeah it doesn't mean that it's wrong or that someone's done something wrong it just means at that moment of them maybe following the heart has just led to something coming up which which you can grow from and learn from and it doesn't mean that we're doing it to hurt each other or anything like that it's just yeah that's what we're all here for really isn't it is the is the growth and the expansion yeah 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 thank you and another reaction was an issue around the love without boundaries so this was from people who are in a polyamorous relationship themselves and had an issue with thinking that this setup would work without any boundaries because aren't there such things as healthy boundaries in relationships? What do you have to say about that, Andrew, from your perspective? From my perspective, boundaries and limits are pretty much the same thing. I know you prefer the word limits, but what I think from my perspective I'm trying to convey is in this situation everyone has the freedom to explore what they are guided to explore and what life is pushing them to explore and we all know now deeper than ourselves that if we react negatively to something not just in our situation but generally in life if we react negatively to something then that's showing something that we need to work on ourselves we don't give our power away to other people and outside situations to dictate how we should and shouldn't feel we each have the power to have responsibility over how we feel and if we want to feel something different then we have to do the work in order to feel different uh, and that's that's the way i see it in that sense it's not about putting boundaries in place in order to protect people's feelings it's about if people's negative reactions come to the surface helping each other through it working on it together so that in the future you don't react negatively to it agree yeah i think i personally prefer love without limits just because limits feels more associated with negative limits but boundaries i do believe there is such healthy thing as boundaries so moving on to our situations and a bit more detail about what's happened who would like to share first i vote claire goes first oh flipping heck i was gonna <laughs> say you yeah so i met someone and we really connected and without sharing too much of our story because it's not like mine to share some parts of it and i can only share what's been present for me and true for me and what i've learned one of the biggest things has been feeling so when i've spent time with that person then coming back to see Andrew and feeling kind of disconnected, wondering like what that means. Like, do I not love Andrew anymore? And yeah, that's been a big thing because I think we're so conditioned that if you love one person, you can't love, you can't stay open to more than one. So it's just been interesting being on the other side of it and 
noticing it and then not panicking and running away from it and thinking, oh, that's it, I can't do it. But just kind of staying with it through the discomfort, breathing, not panicking, and just allowing myself time to settle into the energy of being around this other person that I've been enjoying, right? Uh, Or coming back to you and just settling. And then once I settle, I can enjoy it again. I enjoy the connection. It feels nourishing. It feels loving. Yeah, so that's definitely one thing that's been interesting. And one thing I really enjoyed is their personalities are both quite different. So they both help me grow in completely different ways, I think. And they allow me to experience quite different things. So that's another really beautiful benefit. Another beautiful benefit of having connections with more than one person. And also allowing myself to just unconditionally love someone even if they don't fully view love in the same way that I do or have the same beliefs that I do. But just not holding that love back just because my mind is trying to tell me oh, why are you exploring that? There's no point, like, they don't think the same way exactly as you, you know? Yeah, I'd say, Does that, is, that, is that all right? <laughs> Does that help? Well, yeah, that that's, help, but... that's really good. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Claire, I think you perfectly said, like, everything I was going to say oh, as well. <laughs> no, it's perfectly said, like, I think similar with me, um, one of the challenges, well, no, let's start with the, the benefits. Um it's been yeah wonderful to connect and as you say have received sort of or have completely different experiences with different partners and you can learn different lessons and I feel like my new partner I can just totally see why we've been drawn together we have so many similarities and we're helping in each other in different ways than me and Andrew do and that's just been a really fulfilling experience to have and the dynamic of a new relationship is so lovely and I think one of the challenges I found initially similar to you Claire was getting used to the dynamic of the different relationships I've been with Andrew 10 years and then new partner for so many months now and there were times when I felt a shift in the dynamic of mine and Andrew's relationship but that's something that we I feel we were good at communicating and either allowing the space for or the conversations for to to understand it understand what it meant and not let that be a negative thing really I feel like as a result our relationship has evolved even more yeah, it's it's interesting to see how you both are helping your new love interests. Uh, <laughs> in, to talk about without labels. <laughs> in the ways that you were helped yourself, yeah, you know, yeah. before. So it comes full circle. Once you've learned those lessons, then you attract the people that you can help and you see your old selves in them and it comes full circle, which is very cool to observe <laughs> but I guess are you going to ask me that <laughs> <laughs> yeah what about you just chime in <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> you <might> just <laughs> yeah so people I think ask me how are you finding that you know your partners with other people expecting me to 
have some kind of negative reaction but a lot of people actually said that to me they said oh I wonder how Andrew will feel when you guys get new partners yeah but actually it's been all n- nothing but positive for me <laughs> because I've enjoyed seeing you both receive love from others and having the freedom to explore other connections which is clearly both helping you even more mm. and as I briefly mentioned before, it's given me a lot more time to focus on other things because I found for a while I didn't have a lot of time to focus particularly on myself and I was focusing more on you guys, helping you guys and while that was great, it was very intense for a while and now I've had more time to work on myself so <laughs> so <laughs> it's it's been good to get back to the previous rate of my own personal spiritual growth which has been which has been great. Also, I've noticed with both of you that I feel like the relationship between me and you guys has gone from you guys feeling like you need me. So I feel like there's a less of a dependency and, and neediness because you've started exploring with other partners and you're realizing that actually you have everything you need within you. So our situation is no longer we need each other, but we want to be with each other, mm. hopefully. <laughs> and For now. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that's a, you can feel the difference in the energy. It become the love is more unconditional and it doesn't have that air of neediness. It's you can you can feel the difference. And so not only has it had the benefits of helping you guys giving me more time but the just the generally the love that I feel from you guys has raised it to a whole new different type like the more unconditional love that we talk about on these podcasts I think for a while like I associate because I feel a lot more detached from you now which I really struggled with at the beginning because I associated that feeling of detachment with oh I don't I don't love him as much anymore but then it just took a bit of time to realize that just because I don't feel attached to you doesn't mean that the love's gone away. Like it's just in a different way and just learning that it's still there. It's just, I suppose, easier to, for it to flow unconditionally, maybe. Does that make sense? It mm. does. That does take some getting used to, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it that? feels very strange though, because we're not, yeah, we're not used to it. So it can kind of feel like, oh no, what's wrong? But after you kind of give it a bit of time and talk through it with people like with you guys um, and share and then yeah you just kind of realize there's nothing wrong it's just a new way of loving with ultimate freedom yeah freedom and another thing i've noticed as well is all of us are actually being encouraged to make energetic connections rather than perhaps connecting in ways we used to beyond physical beyond even mental so Claire I know before you said I wouldn't go out with someone who didn't believe this you know <laughs> oh, yeah. and and I was thinking what do I say yeah, yeah. so you when you said that I kind of knew life was just going to surprise you intentionally yeah, with someone like who for me I really wanted to kind of call in someone that was also on a spiritual path and like really already maybe embodied a lot of spiritual things 
I just didn't see how I would connect with someone that didn't fully yeah. like see the world already the way I see it, right? But it's it's been beautiful in a different way. And it doesn't mean that they're not open to it. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that I can't connect with them. So yeah. 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 I get what you mean. Well the bit about the the woman I met at the festival, so that one definitely challenged my view of connection because she she wouldn't usually be someone I would go for for reasons such as she's a bit older than me there's a language barrier things like that so she wouldn't usually be someone I consider but I had a very strong energetic reaction to her, uh, to her and a draw, draw to her and I, I allowed myself to explore it and I think that was life's beautiful way of just allowing me to open up even more to people I might not have usually considered. So it's it's I've yet to see I've yet to see where that's going, <laughs> where that relationship is going. It's still early days. And another factor is she lives a bit further away. So so it's yeah. We'll, we'll see how it goes perhaps in the third episode <laughs> I might have an update for you Andrew will have about 10 girlfriends <laughs> by the next episode <laughs> you might have expanded to men then you never know yeah that's true we might have dropped all what's the right word labels not labels limits all mm. limits dropped all those limits and boundaries <laughs> I do think life is <laughs> guiding me to do that eventually and it will be probably one of my biggest feats in terms of my spiritual growth yeah. uh, but I'm not there yet and I still have some negative judgments about men to release before I can intimately connect with one of them but I'm working on it <laughs> watch this space <laughs> love it I think it would be important to maybe briefly mention or People may want to know how our new partners felt about the situation. Uh, I'm not sure if I want to yeah. talk for, for him, yeah. if that's okay. Yeah. I think generally it's like people, well, yeah, I won't speak for your partner, but it's not something that my partner was involved with yeah. before, but it's it obviously piqued his interest, this setup, this open setup and it's something that perfectly suits his lifestyle and the type of person that he is so it actually feels really great to have introduced him to that and I do feel lucky to have come across someone who is open to that because when I initially went on hinge I was thinking there's no chance I'm gonna meet someone that I really like and is open to this but I think he'd be surprised yeah, I think it's it's interesting to what we were just just talking about. <laughs> Very interesting. I had a good point. It's so interesting that he doesn't know what's going on. I had a good point. Our partner's reaction to Yes, I I think I think most people actually this would want this situation for themselves. I think deep down everyone wants to be free to explore any connection they want to explore. And so it all just basically comes down to whether someone is willing to do the work and go against the deep programming we've all experienced yeah. or whether they just then not ready for it it's not a situ situation they want to explore right now that's basically what it comes to and i think particularly with your partner fran 
he seems to be someone who does want to, you know, do the work to explore polyamory. And in terms of my new love interest, it's all the same. She's very curious and she is very open to it. And in, in fact, I get, the, I get the sense that she is already polyamorous, <laughs> just hasn't officially or didn't know there was a label for it or, yeah. or whatnot. Yeah, I love that. I think people as well probably just haven't necessarily humoured the idea or given it any thought or energy before because they just thought, oh, well, that's not the way to do things. That's That will require too much work. So I just won't even give it energy. Well, it's the main thing is the bravery, really. You have to be brave to go against yeah. programming for anything, particularly something so ingrained. You think about all, all the songs, all movies, all promoting this idea of one person is going to complete you and they're going to give you everything that your heart desires and long for and that's the way it's going to be and if if you explore more than one connection then it's seen as a bad thing and you will be hated as we've experienced <laughs> from some people for even trying to do it so you, you have to be brave to explore this yeah. but i think everyone's got that bravery within them and hopefully we can inspire that bravery to come out yeah i think i i do echo everything you guys have just shared and you have to have a certain curiosity about wanting to kind of understand your true self better and doing things that are outside your comfort zone even if it's just for a short while like yeah get curious and just see where it goes i guess yeah it is definitely brave yeah an important point I'd like to mention is that with our situation or polyamory, you don't actually have to keep searching until you find that one person who will fulfill all your checklist and requirements to be your one part, one life partner. Actually, it frees you to explore connections, even with those you know wouldn't be suitable as your one long term partner. Mm. So, for instance, someone who travels a lot, um, you might not consider them usually for as your one. Yeah, lifelong partner. However, with polyamory, you can explore the connection for as long as it lasts. And it's I'll give you an example that most people can relate to. When you're at a restaurant and you're, the restaurant has a big menu and you're trying to pick the one meal that you're going to have, <laughs> it's it's can be difficult, right? To go if, especially if it's a big menu. It's like, oh, what do I have? And there's so many good options. However... In a tapas restaurant. <laughs> Are we a tapas restaurant now? <laughs> where, you can, where you can try different things and each one has its own charm. And yeah. it's not that one is better than the other, but you just love variety. You love exploring different things. And tapas is a great way to do that. And polyamory is the tapas of love. <laughs> oh, wow. There you go. There's a nugget for you. I actually have a... Can I... Yeah. Hi, it's me again. Um, you don't need to ask permission every time. <laughs> I don't want to ruin the flow. Oh no, what was I going to say? Oh, you ruined the flow. <laughs> you guys ruined the flow. Oh, we, we talk about how it gives us the freedom to explore other connections like this setup, but it also allows you the freedom to live a life that you want. Like maybe your soul actually just wants some time to go traveling, go exploring, or for example, like Andrew's potentially going to Australia. I'm debating going over to Asia to do a yoga course. Like, and yeah, you've been, Fran's also been quite called to explore your own things and your own projects, right? Um, but it means that like the love doesn't go away 
just because you're saying I need some time for myself or I'm going to go and explore this for myself whereas sometimes potentially when you're in a more attached or more conventional relationship is that the right word you you know take into consideration oh well I can't do that because then I wouldn't see my partner for this long you know there's there's that freedom like your soul is also getting to explore everything it really wants to um and then it, it without the love kind of disappearing or being taken away or withheld right yeah so true a mutual understanding that we we will still love each other and yeah. we'll we'll make our way back to each other if if that's right yeah, if we're meant to <laughs> if we're meant to back yeah. to the tapas bar <laughs> <laughs> everyone loves tapas right exactly and to andrew's point about not you know having a taste of different meals it's so true and it's quite a lot to expect one person to have everything that you need from a partner and in life so I think I love that analogy (laughs) is there anything that you would have done differently who's that one for (laughs) I personally don't I don't like answering this question because things have happened as they should have happened Mm. and there's no real point to think oh I should have done this differently it it happened exactly as it was supposed to happen and we all reacted in the ways we we thought best at the time for us that we knew how to do yeah so it's yeah I'm not gonna answer that question (laughs) I think for me when you say that Sometimes I put this pressure on myself like I should have reacted better because I know that when I react negatively, it's it's something within me, not actually that person that's upset me, right? Sometimes I think, oh, I should have handled that better because I know the theory of how to get myself to a place where, oh, that's actually okay. But it, and so I put that pressure on myself in a different way of, but then I get angry with myself, which doesn't help anyone. So so in that way, it's like it, it's still happening exactly as it should because I'm still learning a lesson and I'm still being given a chance to practice it. It doesn't have to be perfect, but each time, hopefully, I'll get a little bit better. And, and I also remind myself, like, when I do have a moment of blaming someone else, like, oh, they should have done it this way, of just reminding myself that each of our souls is doing exactly the best that it knows how in each moment because I have to give myself that grace but I also have to give everyone else that grace as well and that acknowledgement and that yeah meet it with with love Mm. (laughs) yeah of course you know with some time and reflection and having spiritually grown you if the situation happened exactly the same now you would react differently that's just how life goes you're in a different state of consciousness now but it's not in the sense of you should have been at this state of consciousness back then when it actually happened. That's not that's not a good way to live your life because, as you said, yeah, it, it, leads, it leads to anger. Everyone is doing their best. And remember that we are all one. So, for instance, when some people are reacting negatively about the ways I approach things, I am you you would have reacted in exactly the same way if you had my exact soul journey, my exact experiences, my exact state of consciousness at the time, you would react in exactly the same way. That's the only difference between us. Other than that, we are one. 
I I agree with that, and I think the question comes from just perhaps feeling, from my perspective, like I I found it a challenge not to think at times that things should have been done a certain way because if you feel like trust has been broken and that's something that I feel is important in a relationship then that that I think is like an issue but you know if if we go down that route there there are many instances where I could say you know you you guys should have reacted differently if we're using that same Mm -hmm. style of analysis but I, I've never said that to either of you because I knew I, you both always do your best. How can I be? Mm-hmm. How can I ever be angry at that? Yeah, it's true. It's important to remind yourself that we're all just trying our best based on the knowledge we have and the situations we're in. The way that yeah, you've expressed remembering oneness. When I re- when I remember that we're all one, I remember that the person who's triggering me is me. So therefore I have created this opportunity for my own soul to grow. So therefore how can I be, like I can't stay mad after that because I've obviously created this mm. by bringing in these people, creating these people into my life. Creating yeah, and the then it, creating the situation, the exact situation for me to have a chance to react differently each time or grow or Mm. for my highest you know good so Mm. yeah yeah it comes back to the whole do you believe life is happening to you or do you believe life is happening for you yeah exactly with a change in perception like anything is just a learning experience and an opportunity to grow Mm. so andrew you wanted to talk a bit about sexual energy yeah that and intimacy so intimacy to me is all about deeply connecting with something or someone and our situation is all about allowing ourselves to deeply connect with multiple people and things rather than to close ourselves off we're open to how any connection goes and not shutting ourselves off in case it does become intimate and that might lead to someone getting hurt you know and you can in my eyes you can be intimate with family friends pets trees rocks not just partners Love needs to be shared. So once you've done the work to awaken a lot of love within you, as as us three have, you just want to share it with as many beings as possible in whatever form is most appropriate for the situation. If someone is saying, you can only express love to me, then is that not a selfish thing? Or you can only express love in that form to me. Is that not a selfish thing to ask? And sex is just one expression of love, of intimacy. And in my opinion, isn't actually the most, the deepest expression of love. When you think about your relationship, if you're in one or a past relationship, and if I ask you, what are the most memorable, most enjoyable moments of that relationship? I very much doubt you mention any of the times you had sex. Most of the time, it's some kind of amazing experience you shared with each other that wasn't sexual right i then there is obviously probably some exceptions to that (laughs) i assume (laughs) so for me i'm trying to become polyamorous with each being where i feel a deep connection with everything and everyone but just because you're 
in an open relationship or are polyamorous, it doesn't mean that you suddenly just want to have sex with everyone, as, as a lot of people assume, right? Um, it just means you're not going to close yourself off if life guides someone to you who you feel you want to be intimate with. However, with polyamory, you do have the scope to allow multiple connections to trigger more sexual energy within you. And that sexual, sexual energy is important for your spiritual growth, if used right. The, uh, the last thing I'd uh, probably note is that, um, in my eyes, people allow themselves to be more fun and interesting when they enter polyamory. Because when they do, anything is possible and people are more open to connecting deeply. Social situations are more exciting and unpredictable. Whereas when people enter into a normal monogamous couple, they close themselves off somewhat. How many couples do you know that just keep to themselves in social situations or always have to be together when socializing with others? I would agree with that. I've just, just because I've experienced that feeling myself where I just feel so much more open and excited and like thrilled when going into new social situations because you just don't know what might happen. Would you agree with that, Claire? I would. Um, I think also, even if it's not with the intention of like flirting with someone or having a connection no. with someone, you like for me, I know that I feel less guilty like just going off and having a long chat with someone without going, oh, I best finish this up now because you know my partner's waiting for me or they might not be all right on their own it's just yeah. very freeing yeah. like not in a sense of every social situation you're like oh who who am i gonna yeah connect with on yeah. an intimate level well there's different ways of being intimate right like a deep conversation is intimate mm. but yeah it's that like taking away that guilt that i may be used to feel if i wandered off and had a conversation that i truly wanted to have rather than yeah making myself stay in one spot just because that's the person i arrived with or i want to make sure they're okay or you know that kind of thing yeah, yeah it encourages that pure freedom that your soul wants to do yeah and this this is one massive benefit is like the the huge freedom and independence you get while also having the benefits of multiple partners there to enjoy life with for sure. And well, I suppose it is something you can explore as a monogamous couple as well though, right? If you have that conversation and both of you want that urge to be like, oh, at this party, I'm gonna try and, you know, you don't have to change the whole dynamic of your relationship to explore those things. Well, I think there comes a point, doesn't there, in an interaction when you feel it's getting too deep or, yeah, yeah. or like there's some flirtiness there and then immediately you feel like, oh, there's a boundary or a yeah. limit that I can't cross. Yeah. With polyamory, you remove those limits, right? Yeah. It's not saying that people in a monogamous, monogamous relationship aren't fun and, you know, aren't happy that way. Like, it's not like looking down on any form of relationship. It's just like, I suppose this is just us sharing what works for us, right? And um, what works for us, but also I have noticed uh, from just observation, people who, before they were in a relationship, they were a lot more open to yeah, connecting yeah. deeply and a lot more sociable and a lot more, yeah, in some cases, a lot more yeah. fun. When they enter into relationships, suddenly they become attached and they they can't seem to go off on their own and connect deeply with yeah. others, 
in fear of what might happen, uh, what the other person in the couple might, how, how they might react. That's just yeah, something yeah, I've yeah, observed, yeah. not yeah. just with myself, yeah. but others. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've observed it too, to be fair. But no, it's not a set rule. It's not, as you say, Claire, yeah, for everyone. Yeah. yeah. The end. The end. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for listening to this week's episode. I hope it is well received. And if not, well, we, <laughs> we take all <laughs> <your response. laughs> we take the negative feedback with a pinch of salt and wish you well. <laughs> uh, anything you'd like to say? just one joke it's not really related but it just it was a joke i've heard before and it just came back to me yesterday want to hear it (laughs) (laughs) take that as a as a yes knock knock who's there daisy daisy who daisy me rolling See, we just we just now inflict this on everyone else at social situations and we go off and yeah, do exactly. our own thing. <laughs> that was that was alright. Yeah. It's the right. best not not joke you've heard, right? No. Tell me about it. I can't think of one yeah. right now. No, exactly. I can't either. Be like. That was a good one for you, because you are good at singing that song. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only song that works with my deep voice. Fine. <laughs> right. uh, well, well thanks for having me. Thank you for coming again, Claire. I'm sure there'll be another one in the future, perhaps. <laughs> yeah, let's see. <laughs> and if anyone does have questions about just polyamory in general, please do send or them love. in. Or, or just love in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Loving yourself. Any any topics you'd like us to discuss with regard relating to that, then please do get in touch through the... Details at the bottom. Yeah. Oh, that was a cool one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right then. All right then. Well, thank you for listening. And thank you for existing. We Bye. love you. Bye.